0: Hey everyone, my name is Brooke Ferreira. I'm a licensed associate marriage and family therapist. Each week, you'll be listening to me or one of my guests talk about what it takes to really live authentically. So this is the Nurture and Be podcast. This week is going to be a juicy topic as we dive into spirituality and religion and you know all of the hard parts of it the wonderful amazing parts of it this week i have connie jones on she's a heart warrior a master of breakthrough a success coach and therapist you know i work alongside of, alongside her at arise counseling and coaching she is the owner there she helps high achieving entrepreneurs break free from limiting mindsets and habits so they can live in deeper satisfaction and soar to the next level of success in her, in their business her program that she offers results in significant income increases, greater impact, abundant joy, and more free time for her clients. She is also someone who is an author, and she's the author of Warrior Arise, Live Bravely, Freely, and Authentically You. And she really shares how to silence the voices of fear, shame, and self-doubt that keep people playing small so that they can live alive in their tr- fully alive in their true identity and live in their destiny. She is super authentic, really sweet. She's a Christian woman. And, you know, I'm really excited for her to share her spirituality and Christianity journey and kind of challenge her and push her on some of y'all's questions around religion. Um, And so I'm really excited to deep dive in because she's so compassionate and empathetic around this. And she's really going to be someone um, who I feel comfortable kind of diving deep into this topic with. So let's get to it. All right. Welcome to another episode of the Nurture and Be podcast. This week, you know, you just heard me introduce Connie Jones. Hi, Connie. Hi. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Oh, my gosh. I just shared your intro and you are all the things. So we're really excited to, you know, hear from you and dive into religion and spirituality you know, and really just have you be a sounding board for questions and diving into maybe the more complicated things about spirituality and religion. Um, We're just really happy to have you here.
1: Well, thank you. I love your podcast. I love you. And I just, I just, you're such a gift and I'm, I'm excited to talk through this with you. It'll be fun. So can and to share you, it with your listeners. Yeah. Yes.
0: So can you give your listeners a little introduction about, you know, who you are, what you do and how you got to this point in time?
1: Yeah. Well, I, um, I, I own Arise Counseling and Coaching in Peachtree City and it's a, obviously a counseling and coaching practice and there are five of us. And then, but so between the five of us, we pretty much do a little bit of everything. Um, you, um, your focus is you know is mainly women and um and then um, you know postpartum and the pregnancy um, and stress and anxiety and all that but we also we have a couple other therapists who do marriage and family and you do some of that too um and addiction and a little bit of everything uh Mm -hmm. and just life life transition and then my focus right now is on um is is coaching and I um, it's a long story. I was a therapist for nineteen years and still am a therapist, and that is always my heart. But I just feel led in this season to um, to work with high achievers. i because that's my story, um, to work with either high achievers high achieving um, professionals um, and help them with their to um, find more freedom, fulfillment, and abundance in their life and their work. And I also, I, um, I love working with um, service-based, heart-centered entrepreneurs who are pretty established, but who want more freedom. They are not, they're either doing business in a way that is not um, bringing them joy. Um, they're overwhelmed, they're, or they're not doing what they really want to be doing the way that they want to be doing it. They're living in. You know, and that all the burden and responsibility, and it's not um, fulfilling. And they know that there's that there's more, but they don't know how to break through and get to that next um, place that they want to be, where they can have the impact, the freedom, the fulfillment, and the um, the abundance, the the wealth that they really want. And so I help them do that, and it's just incredibly rewarding work. And love it but I also love being having my hands and you know being able to still be in counseling world and be able to do that with my clients when I need to do that because you can't separate them you Mm -hmm. know I mean you can't just there's life business uh life work um it's it all runs together and sometimes people have things that are that keep them stuck that need some deeper work um to get breakthrough and so I'm able to still you know, do a few sessions of that and then come back to the coaching work. And it's just a, it's just a lot of fun.
0: Yeah. I love that. How does spirituality and, you know, and or religion depending on the person weave into this work that you do?
1: Yeah. Well, it it's, um, you know, I see everything through the eyes of spirituality because um, I believe that we are that, that, that our heart is the seed of our, our wisdom and mm-hmm. it's the seed of our creativity and um, and I believe that you know our heart in order to be um, as creative and as wise and, and, um, and to, to, for us to access all of our capacity and all that we were created to do, I believe that we have to we have to connect to that mm-hmm. because that's where, all of that lies and um but I do that in a way I mean obviously I'm a a a Christian and I do it from that I see it from that perspective uh but I'm very um also very open-minded and very you know loving and um I also am, am um you know I I combine the science of it the quantum along with Christianity and um but I I work with people who I have several people right now who are not Christians. And, but I just, I encourage everybody to open to something Mm -hmm. because I just believe we're so we're living in, you know, we're, um, we're missing some dimensions. We're living at, you know, we're living in a single dimension and we, um, and there's so much more available to us when we open to that larger, something bigger than us, that, that runs the, the world, that runs the universe, you know? Mm-hmm. And um and so everything is based in that. And so my belief is that we are powerful divine beings. That and we have something inside of us that is very special, very unique, um that 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 runs through us that you know that and that we must that that our kind of our work here um is is to tap into that and to access that and unleash that and unlock that and when we do we're able to be our best self we're able to um you know to be wise and powerful and creative and joyful and mm-hmm. um and all the things you know we're magical mm-hmm. we're brilliant from that place and so that's what i love helping people do because so much of our society tries to just live out of the intellect and we're just living so limited we're living in that you know in our our rational brain and we can't access the magic from there Mm -hmm. that we each have inside of us and so um, I really that's why I I love working with people who are willing to go to those deeper places inside themselves so that they can unlock what was put there that specifically is theirs to bring into the world Mm -hmm. in only the way that they can.
0: I love the way that you're describing that. It makes it feel um, way more accessible. You know, this body, mind, and soul or heart piece. It doesn't have to be attached to a religion, right? It just makes it like everybody has this. And I think that's really beautiful and a Mm -hmm. great way to put it. Yeah, it's not, um, it's, it's, it's a, it's
1: relationship, it's, it's connection, it's not rules and, uh, and religion, you know, I mean, it's, it's not because religion feels so, um, inaccessible. It feels so distant. It feels so external and something that we have to like perform for to get rather than realizing what's in us from the time we were conceptualized mm-hmm. that that thing is in us. And it's just for us to, um, for us to access. Mm-hmm. And we, 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 there's not a right way to do it. We can't get it wrong. It's, it's connecting with what's inside.
0: Love that. Can you talk a little bit about, you know, your family of origin and how you first learned about religion or, you know, your heart center?
1: Oh gosh. Yeah. 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 Well, so,
0: so (laughs) that's a, that's quite a story. And I actually,
1: I I talk a lot about that in my book. That's uh, because I, which we'll talk more about, but, um, so that, that was a struggle for me. Um, so I was raised in a family. We, I grew up in, um, part of some of my childhood in South Georgia and some of it in North Georgia, small town. My dad was a football coach. My mom was a teacher. Um, we were a very, um, our family was, was a, um, my dad was a Christian football coach. So he, even though he was, you know, at a public high school, he was very, um, you know, ran a Christ centered program. Mm -hmm. Um, and we were members of the first Baptist church, you know, (laughs) we were in church every time the doors opened. um, my um, uh, that was the thing to do. You know, it was kind of like it was. It's sort of, I the only way I know how to describe it is, is it's kind of like being a preacher's kid when your dad's the, you know, in in a football program in a small town. It like the whole community centers around that, mm-hmm. and so it was kind of like my dad was, you know, next to the pastor in the town, and you know, I mean, like as far as people put him on the pedestal, and you know, it. it so my family. We were always, um, you know, or I, my perception was that I had to do everything right, that Mm -hmm. I had to get it right, that I had to perform, that Mm -hmm. I had to be a, you know, good person, do all the right things. I had to be nice to everybody. I had to, you know, and that was genuinely my heart. But I'm an intuitive and an empath, and I didn't know that at the time. And so here I am in this high performing, um, very, discipline-oriented, very structured, um, loving, very loving, yet um, my family had to, you know, we had to uphold very high standards Mm -hmm. in the community. And my parents were, you know, I mean, there was also, because my dad was the coach and my mom was a teacher, I had to be what I perceived to be the best or one of the best at Academics and athletics. Mm -hmm. So there was no room for my heart. (laughs) I pretty much had to just shut down. And I learned that, you know, I just have to perform and please. Mm -hmm. And so um, I didn't know. I, I was very, always very, a very heart centered person because I'm an empath and an intuitive and I feel people's emotions and I love at a very deep level and I feel things at a very deep level. But I also, but I had to turn all that off and become almost machinistic. Mm. That's not a word, but, but <laughs> I use it. Um, but, it, and so it was this very performance based, high achieving, you know, um, environment that I lived in and I had to, you know, and it was, I didn't understand at the time really God's love and grace. Mm -hmm. I only understood rules and religion. Mm -hmm. And like I said, even though my parents were very, very loving, um, and they would have done anything for me and that we had a, you know, we had a really close family in a lot of ways. Um, there was still that and, Mm -hmm they didn't understand it either, actually. Um, I think that's all they ever knew too, you know? Mm-hmm. And, um, and really sadly, I think that's a lot of what people get in the church, mm-hmm. um, and not knocking the church. I'm not trying to, you know, um, but, but it, it, we're missing it. Mm-hmm. And so when I, um, I, I had a, like I long make to make a long story short, I, um, yeah, you know, well, here I have to say this because it's part of the story. Um, so here I was, the valedictorian of my high school, the homecoming queen, the captain of three sports, the um, I got a college scholarship to, you know, um, in athletics. I, um, you know, and I was, you know, president of the Fellowship for Christian Athletes and the student council and mm-hmm. you know, all those things. Mm-hmm. I did it all right, but. I was miserable inside, Mm -hmm. and so I ended up with, in my freshman year of college, I ended up with an eating disorder and anxiety, debilitating anxiety and depression, Mm -hmm. and I didn't know what was going on, and I, you know, I thought, here I thought all this time that if I did everything right, like I was supposed to, then everybody would be happy with me, and then I would be happy too, Mm -hmm. and I had this picture of what life was supposed to be, and it was not that at all, Mm -hmm. and then here I end up in in uh, you know can't function and um you know in this debilitating anxiety depression and eating disorder because I had shut down my heart Mm -hmm. and and I was mad at God I didn't understand you know I thought I thought I felt forsaken because Mm -hmm. I thought well if I follow all the rules and I do everything I'm supposed to then aren't you supposed to bless me am Mm -hmm. I not supposed to like Aren't I not pleasing you enough? You know, and that's why I saw God as this judge and this punisher and this, you know, Mm -hmm. um, this this um. uh, And one more thing, I had to please and do right to do right by, Mm -hmm. and um, and so that's where the breakdown kind of started happening. Where it's like, okay, well, you know, if this is the way it's going to be, then I don't want any part in that Mm -hmm. because that's not, you know, it's 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 not, and that's what happens. Um, And now I get this about people that that's why I do the work that I do and um, that when people are, um, when they're not living in alignment with their heart, when they're not living heart centered, they are, um, they, my dog barks, um, they, they're not, um, when they're not living heart centered in alignment, their body starts to, to alarm them. Mm -hmm. Dis-ease happens of some sort. They get health problems. They get, um, you know, anxiety, depression. Mm -hmm. Something happens to cause them to, like, you know, and their body's telling them, and their heart's telling them, this isn't working. Mm -hmm. But, you know, but they oftentimes just ignore it and don't realize what it really is. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so all that went on for me. And then that's when I I just kind of pulled away. I didn't want to have anything to do with religion at that point. And um, I began to, um, you know, just, um, well, I got in counseling and um, I had an incredible therapist who helped me really begin to pull back from everything that I had learned Mm -hmm. um, and begin to figure out who I was. And that's when I learned um, how to connect with my own heart. And I began to find a new, um, a new relationship, a real relationship at that point with God. And I found it in nature. Hmm. Um, yeah. And so I kind of got out of church for a little while because that was, um, you know, I didn't know how to separate. I didn't know how to, I only, I had those, when I would go into church, I would have that same feeling of this felt yucky, you know, mm-hmm. and so I spent a few years out of church and really just like seeking who, who are you really, God? You know, I really want to know who you are mm-hmm. and um, not who I've learned that you are, not who everybody tells me that you are. But I want to know you for me, like who you are to me mm-hmm. and how did you make me and, <laughs> you know, what did you make me so special for? I need to know that. And so I just began, um, I began inviting God into, you know, um, journal times at the lake. I began to, when I would go for a run, I'd say, you know, join me in this and show me who you are. I would um, just spend time doing things I loved Mm -hmm. and, and began to, like I said, you know, counseling helped a lot to connect back to my heart. And, um, to really get to know, um, him for myself. Mm -hmm. And that was such a, I mean, that was years of, of, um, you know, developing that relationship. And then, and then I got back into church and, um, you know, but I see it completely differently now, you know, Mm -hmm. and, um, and now I, um, you know, I love studying God's word. I love, um, you know, the, um, I love worshiping. I love, you know, all the, a lot of the things that we do in religion, but I do them differently now. Mm -hmm. I do them from a place of um, true connection and relationship. And, you know, I like to think about God as like love and joy and beauty and um, all the things that he made me, you know, we each have a way that we connect with God. That if we'll pay attention to the way that we're wired and the things that we love, our passions, our gifts, our, you know, um, the things that light us up, that's where He wants to meet us.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Not in doing and, you know, having to have to's and performance and, um, you know, but we miss that. Mm-hmm. So God is in our, God is in our sense, you know, He's in our, He's in our senses. Um, we, ha- we have to, we discern, we feel, um, spiritual connection in all of our senses.
0: Yeah. And I appreciate your vulnerability so much around this because your story aligns with so many other stories, like even mine and, you know, the clients that I see where at some point religion starts to feel like rules, right? And that Right. And that's it. There's no connection. There's no joy. It's like if you aren't this and this and this way, then you're going to hell or you're wrong or you're bad or you're not a good enough Christian. Exactly. And I think that holds so many people back from pursuing the relationship even even further because then it's like, well, if I'm not good enough, then why even try? Or I don't even know how to do it right. Or, well, who wants to be a part of that? Right. Exactly. Yeah, you know, and that, so that's
1: just not that's not life giving. And God is life giving, you know, and, um, you know, and we don't want I mean, we've got enough struggles. We don't want that's the other thing is that I, I I'll, I'll just say and I cut you off. I'm so sorry. Did you, I'll let go you finish ahead. what you were saying before I No, you go. Finish that you oh, go. OK, <laughs> <laughs> I um I get so passionate about this. I, I just I love it. Um, The other thing that I see that we miss that's one way we miss, we really miss God. And we we're missing out by just allowing it to be surface level. Uh, We're limiting God because God is so much more than that. Um, You know, and the second thing that I see that we do is that just breaks my heart is that we, it's, we stop at, yes, I'm a Christian. Yes. I've, um, I have, I have, um, You know, I go to church, but, and, and I'm, I'm just settling for salvation. Mm -hmm. I'm saved. I'm going to heaven, but I live in struggle and stress and, and constant misery and frustration every day of my life. Mm -hmm. And, and that's really kind of what I wrote my book about, um, that I, because I, our life is not about struggling, striving, and surviving. Mm-hmm. There's so much more. God created us to thrive. And, you know, and I I, I went through a time in my life where um, in my um, mid-30s, by that point, I was already counseling. I was already, you know, I felt like I was in my calling. But I, a lot of the pieces of my life were not, like, they just didn't, you know, I would read in the Bible where God says, I've come or Jesus says, I've come that you may have life and have it abundantly, have it to the full and overflowing. And and I'm like, okay, wait a minute. This is not I'm not experiencing this life. Mm-hmm. I experience, you know, even though like I'm connected to God and I have a real relationship with Him at this point and I have, you know, I feel free from the um the stifling, you know, religious rules and, and performance. I'm not living this thriving life he's talking about of abundance, mm-hmm. and um, and so I began a quest of like the, the next eight years of just studying and listening to everything I could and reading and um, and and really, uh, and that's when I kind of I really started working with a life coach um, about like okay, wait a minute, like why am I living the life that I'm living and like if if my life is supposed to, if God is saying, or Jesus is saying, Hey, this is why I came and this is what I'm offering you. But like I'm living in struggling, striving and surviving. Mm-hmm. That's, there's a missing, there's a gap here. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I began, so I, I have a real passion for helping people move through those things in life that are keeping them stru- stuck, their strongholds their mindsets and patterns that have allowed them to survive mm-hmm. up to this point and even succeed but they're keeping it's keeping whatever their whatever that those those beliefs they have or that those patterns of behavior um that they're stuck in and they can't they don't know how to get themselves out they're it's keeping them stuck mm-hmm. and and so i had to realize And I walk through in detail how to like how that what that process was like for me and how to how I help people do that now and how to break free and all that in my book. But um, but that was the you know that was a big disconnect. Mm -hmm. And then I so and I was like I'm not I don't want to settle for this. I want to I want to if that's what I mean God's not a liar. If Jesus is promising me this, then why am I not living that? Mm -hmm. (laughs) So and it wasn't that you know. Before I was, I would have been like, okay, well, I'm not doing something right from the standpoint of I'm not being a good enough Christian. Mm-hmm. Well, this time I realized, okay, it's not about, it's it's more grace. It's not about like me doing, doing right, but there's something missing. Mm-hmm. And, um, and so then I realized that we do, we are stuck in survival patterns mm-hmm. of mindsets and behaviors. And, um, and I, set myself free from a lot of those and really began to create a life and the business that I wanted and um, that I feel like God created me for that aligned with who I am. And, um, and then now I love helping people. That's what I love helping people do.
0: I love that. You know, and before yeah. we, we take a break, I kind of want to dive into this um, controversial idea of, you know, I, I really do believe that us as a group of Christians oftentimes can keep each other within those strongholds, you know, by saying, well, you're getting divorced. Well, we don't, we don't accept divorce here, right. Right. Versus allowing us to really find our hearts and lean into that. So I'd love to hear, you know, whatever thoughts that you have on that, on how, you know, church culture can kind of create this false sense of who God is.
1: Oh yeah, absolutely. You want me to go into that now?
0: Yeah, if you can.
1: What I thought, okay, what I think about that. Yeah, yeah, you're exactly right. There is a, you know, um, that's the other thing is that, you know, we are, when we have a real, a true relationship with God and we really understand his love and the way that he loves us in such a, yes, let me say this, there are, you know, there are, I mean, obviously, you know, there are certain standards that he has and certain things that he, um, you know, he lays out for us because he loves us, not because we have to follow that, but it's because he loves us, you know, and he wants us to, he wants us to be transformed in how we live as a product of knowing how loved we are. And how special we are, not the opposite. He doesn't want us to adopt all these rules and live out of that place because it's the right thing to do, and then you know we get it right, and then he loves us. That's that we get it wrong. That's mm-hmm. that's totally backwards. But yeah, but that's what we demonstrate when we don't understand that, then all we know how to live out of is this place of standards and judgment mm-hmm. and and and, You know, the judgments are what have to go. (laughs) We we don't need to be we we judge ourselves way too much and we judge other people way too much, instead of meeting them where they are in love. Mm -hmm. You know, and I'm not saying that we that we don't say hard things to them. We say hard things to our we call, we speak truth to the people that we love the most, Mm -hmm. but we do it in a loving way, not in a judgmental way. Mm -hmm. And we do it, we have we have to create the relationship first. We can't put on to people standards and expectations. That's rules without relationship. Mm-hmm. That doesn't work mm-hmm. And so that's what we're trying to do as a culture is create these standards and these these this way of um, living w- by by rules without relationship. Mm-hmm it's not gonna work. People people move away from that. They don't they want, we're created to feel to feel accepted and loved. We want to belong. And you know, and I don't agree, I'll just be real honest. I don't agree with where our society is going in a lot of these. I think we're taking that too far. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we're not speaking truth enough to people. But like, but okay, you know, it but still I think what's missing in it. I think that's what what's caused us to go that way, so far extreme the other way, is because we're missing the love piece <laughs> mm-hmm. and so and so the you know, the people who people have been hurt and people have been so um, you know, so wounded emotionally and have felt so um, uh, rejected and and they don't experience the love and the um the grace of god and of christians and that we 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 demonstrate uh, broken love mm. and god we don't know whole perfect love and an unconditional love and so we push when we do that rules without relationship and and um you know expectations without um um without this connection and the connection produces conviction that's what connection produces conviction mm-hmm. you can't be convicted of something by without connection
0: mm-hmm. yeah i've so, never thought of that the idea of rules and relationship like that kind of blew my mind right now <laughs> yeah
1: yeah i mean we're we are missing it and we're hurting people worse mm-hmm you know, and, and pushing them the other way. And that's not, I don't believe that's God's heart, mm-hmm. you know? And again, I am not saying that everything goes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not, I'm not saying everything goes. Sometimes the way that we respond to things though is out of a painful place right. the way that, you know, our reactions to things we're feeling inside is because we're hurt mm-hmm. and we're wounded and we're hurting in We don't know where we belong or how we fit or we haven't experienced the whole and complete perfect love of God. And so we turn to, um, if we can't, you know, we've got these extremes in our society. If we can't fit in the Christian group who's got it all right and, and is having to perform and live up to this certain standard, but we don't really, but without love, then and, and, and grace and acceptance, then we're gonna go the other way mm-hmm. and we're gonna push away and completely resist that.
0: Yeah. Hello. This week, I wanna talk about an upcoming event we have on March 26th. It's called Beyond, Behind the Mask I'm Reconnecting with You. And it is for local Peachtree City people, specifically women. And we are going to dive into breath work and a creative and expressive therapeutic activity. With twelve women, and we're really just going to do the deep dive work. I'm going to be hosting it with a colleague of mine, and we are so excited to just have this opportunity to present to all of you. So that is March 26th uh, in Peachtree City, Georgia. You can look in the show notes for a link to sign up and find out some more information, or go to www brookeferrera.com slash events, and all the details are there. So welcome back. Connie and I were just in this, you know, really complicated and difficult but important conversation around, you know, all of these things labeled as sins within Christianity, you know, divorce and sexuality and, you know, abortion. And we were kind of just discussing the different ways that um, people believe. And so Connie, I would love to kind of loop you in and, you know, candidly without any judgment, your own belief on this. And then, you know, I'll kind of respond. Yeah.
1: Well, this is where I, um, you know, I don't have real strong beliefs um, one way or another. I I love, what I feel so passionate about is helping the individual work through, I love to sit with them and help them work through those things, hearing from the Holy Spirit inside of them and hearing from the Holy Spirit inside of me um, and work through those, those struggles. And, um, you know, I don't believe, I mean, I'm just not a black and white Mm -hmm. I'm not not a black and white person. Um, I believe that we, that's why we have a relationship with God. That's why we can connect with him in our heart, that we can, um, that we can go to him about these specific issues. For instance, sometimes God, yes, God doesn't like divorce. Of course he does He says Mm -hmm. that in his word. He doesn't Mm -hmm. like divorce. That was never his plan. Marriage is a covenant. However. I believe that God, that if, that if we have to shut down our heart and be someone that we're not in order to stay in this relationship, that, that God is going to choose our heart and our healing and our freedom in our heart and to be able to live who he created us to be, he's going to choose that over the covenant of marriage. Mm -hmm. That's my personal belief. Mm -hmm. That doesn't mean that I don't think you should fight for your marriage. And that there are, I think way too many people get out of marriage too quickly Mm -hmm. because they don't do their heart work. They don't do that work inside. They don't give them their own heart over to God to allow him to work, to change things in them. They don't want to, um, you know, go to counseling and do the work that they need to do in their relationship. But, there are those circumstances that, where, you know, who I am, who I've become, who I am today, is just not. I don't. I don't feel like I can grow and be the person God created me to be with the person I married twenty years ago. Mm-hmm. I don't. Um, and there's just a disconnect here, and I don't feel like God is. Is I feel like he's he's released me from my marriage. Mm-hmm. You know, and you can hear that. That's why we have a relationship. Mm-hmm. So we're not. I don't, that's where I say, I don't believe, I, this, I know this is going to be so controversial, I know. but like, I know. that's why we have God's wisdom inside of us. And Now we got to be careful that we're not deceived by, and not hearing truth from him based upon what we really want, mm-hmm. <laughs> <You know? laughs> but that's where sitting with someone who is connected to God and has the Holy Spirit in them and is wise and discerning can it's important to do the work to guide people through those hard decisions. Mm-hmm. But no, we don't need to just come in and be black and white with people. Mm-hmm.
0: It's not black and white. Right. All of this stuff is so layered and complicated. And, you know, I love that you're showing up here and willing to kind of dive into this stuff because it is controversial, but I think it's important because it sets people free. Right. When we talk about- sure. You know, I sit with people who are literally paralyzed by this decision to leave a marriage or not based solely on the fact of religion, right? And like that divorce right. is a sin. And sometimes I ask them, you know, if you take that out of it for just a moment, what does your heart want to do? Right. You know, and then the heart normally wants to leave the marriage because they feel like they can grow and, you know, be empowered within themselves and, you know, do their soul work. And so then the question becomes, okay, well, what is happening where you're feeling that God is, you know, paralyzing you within this decision? And a lot of times it's not even about God. It's about the people
1: the people yeah,
0: (laughs) lies they believe. Right.
1: Things that they're being programmed.
0: Exactly. And so I I would love to talk about too, your perspective on, you know, if people sin, is God punishing them?
1: Oh my gosh. No, I don't believe he's a punishing God. No, I believe we have natural consequences in the physical realm because of it, because of it. The laws of nature because of energy and he and and it's it's because our consequences we are we are one with everything that's going on we're not like these um victims of our we're participating energetically in everything that's going on around us at all times mm-hmm. and god created us that way mm-hmm. he created us us if you read if you understand if you study the quantum and and, and 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 really understand the way that God created the universe to function. Um, We are in, we're in, um, we are co creating with everything around us at all times. And so our reactions, our beliefs, our um, interactions, everything that we put out into the world, the way that we show up is creating a a reaction. It's Mm. creating, it's either, you know, drawing more of, it's drawing more of the same energy to us. Mm -hmm. It's, it's causing things to, it's causing reactions. It's causing things to happen. We don't understand that though. So we think that God is punishing us. Mm. When really we don't understand that we're creating our own reality. So yes, when we do things that are producing um, negative consequences, because we're showing up in that energy, and we're technically, you know, I mean, we're sinning, then we think it's this, you know, God's throwing a brick at our head, mm-hmm. or He's just got something out out for us, or up oh, we're, you know, we're gonna get judged and and punished, and that's not it at all. We're we're creating that for ourselves, mm-hmm. and God's just saying, you know, I'm standing here in love, waiting on you to come back, and you know, and yeah, there's gonna have to be some transformation to come back. We're gonna have to change. You know something's going to have to change in your heart, and your mind, in order to to stop that same um, to stop that same reality from happening to you. Mm-hmm. But when we turn back and we, you know, come into the in, into the um, the sacred space of God and His love and all of the fruits of being connected with the Spirit, then we change and our Behaviors change as a result of us changing inside, and then our reality changes.
0: Mm-hmm. Something that is, so along the same lines, and this is something that I've, you know, always really struggled with is the idea of heaven and hell. Yeah. And which is kind of why I asked, you know, does God punish us? Because I've always thought like, well, why if, if why is there hell then? You know, and yeah, I think we live in hell right now on earth, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> and it's for I think I think I think we're living in hell, and I think it just probably gets worse. yeah, I mean, I, I know what you're saying i i, I don't I don't have a, that, I I haven't um that one i I have a lot of different thoughts about, mm-hmm. and I don't know the I don't know the I don't have the answers to that um mm-hmm. I like I said, I mean, I think at some level we are experiencing when we're, when we're without him, I think we're, when we are not connected to him and we're not living in that trans from that transformed place inside of us. I think that is, I think that's a, that's an experience of living on our own, by our own vices, Mm -hmm. by our own understanding, by our own, um, ways of being able to function our humanness. I think, I think that leads to, to living in hell on earth yeah, because I know I, how miserable it's been when I've tried to do it myself.
0: Yeah. <laughs> that well, feels like hell to me. And that's kind of when I've talked <laughs> to you know pastors about this, that's kind of the response that they have given me, you know, or how their exp- explanation of it, you know, people who choose to not follow God or Jesus and don't dedicate his life to him are living within a version of hell. And yeah, You know, for me, I just, that I think is what it always is and probably will always be one of the most controversial things that I say to people that I don't believe in this concept of heaven and hell. I mean, mouths literally, yeah. jaws drop to the floor when I say that. Oh, yes. And I think yeah. this is where spirituality for me kind of wraps into it because I believe in, you know, light and darkness, if you will, and that there's levels of, um reaching light and you know how you were saying that when you do good actions that align with god then you know more abundance will come and i think that is can exist within all religions but i do think for me that this idea of there being a heaven that we go if we you know constantly seek out god and a hell where we go if we don't yeah, and it causes a lot of turmoil for people, especially like when people die who maybe didn't dedicate their life to Christ. Right. And so did yeah. they end up in hell? And that might be my beloved family member, you know?
1: Yeah, sure. And I have a hard time with that too. I, I, I don't, and that's where I, there's some things that I just, you know, I prefer to stay in. I, I know that I'm, I know that I'm going to heaven. I know that, um, you know, I mean, assuming that, you know, I mean, that's what God says. I mean, that's, you know, that's, I don't, I don't get into, I don't spend a lot of time and energy um thinking about that. I believe, I don't know. I just have to believe that God is love and that he's going to look out for his people. Yes, I do know that that's what the Bible says, but I don't know enough. And I haven't researched it enough to have a, an answer. I just can't believe the God that I know um, gives every opportunity. I mean, mean, he loves his people. I, you know, I don't know, but he also leads us to our own, and that's where I go back and forth. He leads us to our own, you know, to our own, um, choices too, but he loves us so much. I just can't, uh, I just, I haven't, I haven't, um, I just can't believe that there's not something. I'm just I'm excited to be able to ask him that Mm -hmm. when I you know, and maybe I need to start asking him now. But I but I don't live I don't I'm I'm not heaven focused. Mm -hmm. Um I am I am more focused on don't you wanna be living in freedom Mm
0: -hmm.
1: even now And, and living in peace and joy because if 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 you're not living it now i mean like why are you living
0: mm-hmm.
1: you know why are you living in misery now
0: yeah for sure and, and so i think i that, think
1: we're missing it if we're focused on heaven or hell
0: yes and you know
1: that's way off
0: and i think exactly what you're talking about like this idea like i loved what you said you know i just don't focus a lot of time on that piece because i think that is the message that i want to get across within this episode is that everybody can love God differently and show up as a Christian or within spirituality differently. There's no one right way to do it. And there's no one right right exact belief. You know, I mean, even if you just, if you took, you know, 10 Christians and put them in a room, they all look very different. Everybody's going to be different. That's right.
1: Yeah. And I'm okay with that. You know, I mean, I do believe that there are some truths that the, you know, the Bible, but I think that's where God, God has created each of us so differently Mm -hmm. and we have our own stories and our own experiences and I just, I don't know, I just, that's where I, you know, I have so much more grace and compassion and so much more, I just believe that he's given me because of what I do, because of what he's called me to, um, that I have a lot of, um, you know, grace and love and I just love people where they are. Mm -hmm. And I always just, you know, I always just come back to, you know, what would Jesus do? What would he say? What would he, what would he do in this situation? What, you know, how would he handle this? He always treat, treated everybody with love, but he would say hard things when he needed to. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to say those hard things unless I know the answers. Mm-hmm. Or I'm, not, I'm You know, I'm not going to pretend I have the answers if I don't, because mm-hmm. that's where I lead people to what God says in their heart.
0: Mm-hmm. I love that. You know. Can you sure. share any um, tangible tips or like practices that people who you know might have kind of swayed away and want to learn more about their um, their hearts and God and you know just some practices that they can do starting today?
1: Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Here, I I would totally start with um, just um, throwing all of the things that you learned out. You know, just like start anew, just, I know that's hard, but, um, you know, just start with dropping down out of your head, doing some, you know, meditation kinds of practices, just really getting quiet and still, um, do it in a place where you feel, um, most peaceful wherever that is for you um, where you feel, where you just feel led to go, you know, where you just love that place. Um, mine was, like I said, mine was always outside. It was always around some water or something, you know, Mm -hmm. in nature. Um, and just get still and quiet and start asking God as you, as you can just drop down out of your head and into your heart and just try to imagine what connecting with your heart would feel like Mm -hmm. and in that um that part of you that feels most alive and most passionate and most creative and um it's the childlike part of you really Mm -hmm. um and let it just practice letting it speak to you um you know free-flowing and and journal and then ask god to um you know, ask him the questions you want to ask him. And when we open our energy in that heart space and we begin to ask, he will, and when we open our senses, all of our senses, that's how we discern. That's how we um, experience is through our senses. We can't do it in our intellect. Mm -hmm. And, um, And then he, you know, the more we do that, the more we begin to feel. And if, you know, we might not, it may take us a week. We go and we don't feel anything or longer than that because we're so disconnected. But if you'll just keep practicing, Mm -hmm. eventually your senses will open and you will, um, you will experience. Mm -hmm. Um, And then I always, I mean, this is where I believe that counseling is so um, valuable and powerful is that, you know, to sit with someone who can guide you through that process um, and help you connect to your heart and hear what it has to say and give you feedback and talk through that. And, um, you know, that's always um, very helpful too. Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah, those are great. And I can, as you were kind of leading us through that, I was envisioning myself even going out right now and being able to do that. So thank you yeah. for that. Um, can you tell listeners a little bit about where they can find you, you know, what your latest projects are and just a little yeah. bit about that?
1: Yeah. Um, okay. So I um, got, we've got um, two websites. We've got their com, and that's A-R-I-S-E. And then, um, and then Connie dot is all my. Um, it's just mainly my coaching, my coaching programs, and coaching stuff. Um, and then my podcasts, um, the Warrior Arise podcast, is um, you can find on either one of those websites. And the Unveiling podcast, and Andrea and I, um, one of um, our colleagues at Arise Counseling and Coaching, Andrew and I uh, have a real passion for um we actually were just talking about some of these things yesterday on our podcast and um and so it's the unveiling podcast um and and it um either one really um is is a great resource to really help people you know move into move deeper into their own personal relationship with god the way that they um you know the way that it that um really relate, you know resonates with them And then my book, I would love, um, I talk a lot about this, this, you know, how to go from religion to relationship Mm. and true connection and really understanding how God created you. um, In my book, it's called Warrior Arise, Live Bravely, Freely, and Authentically You. And, um, and I wrote it, you know, from my story and then Um, So I share my story in there, but also the practices that I've learned that have allowed me to live bravely, freely, and authentically me in the life that God intended for me and how to help, um, others, um, access that for themselves.
0: Oh, I love that. So I will add all of that into the show notes so you guys have access to all of those different resources.
1: And yeah. Connie,
0: thank you so much for showing up and just being willing to dive into these things. And you know, I appreciate your time and your wisdom.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having me. I enjoyed it. Yeah.